0: Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, I'm Coach Margaret, and today we're going to be talking about the power of the unconscious. Okay, so sometimes we talk to you guys about being in the shallow end of the pool or the deep end of the pool (laughs) to get you to understand that we're looking at different aspects of relationships and mental health. Sometimes we cover very basic strategies. Sometimes we talk about the deep end, or object relations. And today we're going to look at the unconscious. And it's really helpful to understand the unconscious, because this is going to give you a better understanding of how human beings operate, how we think, how we feel, what we're afraid of, what we're uh, desiring. And it's all important to understand this stuff, not only for within yourself, but if you're going to try and repair a relationship, and if you want to know what your ex is going through. Because we're all going through different things under the surface level of our thoughts that are out of our grasp. And the more that you're in touch with these things, the more you're going to understand yourself, why you're doing the things you're doing, why your ex is doing the things they're doing, and how to operate and navigate, right?
1: Absolutely. But it is definitely the deep end of the pool. It doesn't get much deeper than this,
0: does it? (laughs) So
1: bear bear with us, and I hope it's useful to you. Nobody can prove this, but it's a way of looking at things that has worked for over a hundred years. Okay? And we'll start with my my friend, Dr. Freud. Mm -hmm. Okay? And he explained the human unconscious. He's not the first one who ever came up with the idea, but he's the one who used it and kind of spread the knowledge of it. Okay? Yeah. And he envisioned it as an iceberg. Think of yourself as an iceberg. Mm-hmm. The top of your head is your conscious mind. And your conscious mind means basically your awareness that you are you and you are somewhere and you're functioning. Yep. Okay? The next layer down is called the preconscious and that's a fairly narrow band that goes around the iceberg mm-hmm. and in the preconscious is stuff that's kind of stuck between your unconscious and your conscious mm-hmm. okay
0: so your preconscious might be something like when is your birthday
1: exactly right or what the Image they usually use now is what's your cell phone number? You're not thinking of it right this minute, but you can easily recall that information. Yeah. So the material in the preconscious is is that kind of stuff, and sometimes stuff coming up from your unconscious gets in the preconscious like it was a waiting room before it comes to your full awareness. Okay. Okay. Um, so those are the three levels of the unconscious. Dr. Freud thought that there is a whole lot of stuff going on in your unconscious
0: yeah.
1: all of the time. It is a treasure trove of all kinds of things including our two basic drives which are sex and aggression. Now let me go back on that one for a minute. Sex means all the friendly and relational things, relational activities that we do. It's mm-hmm. the friendly drive. Mm-hmm. And then the aggressive drive which helps protect us and mobilizes us to deal with outside threats. Mm-hmm. Okay. It also motivates us to become independent and to grow. Okay, that's the aggressive drive. So Mm -hmm. um, those are the two thrusts, all right? The drives have an enormous amount of energy for action and creativity, okay?
0: Okay, let's talk about that. All right. Because help everybody understand what that really means by those drives, really giving people the energy and the the ambition to ch- you know to change, like in the, after right. a breakup, right? Yep. yep. Those drives, right? It's almost like the drive for the sex, yes, is underlying the motivation to grow in the breakup to get that, X to, back get that to, X re-attract back. to get that attract to get that expect. Yeah.
1: But the unconscious has a level of energy that we can hardly imagine. Because we don't always feel it in our normal conscious state. Mm -hmm. But if you've ever been totally dedicated to establishing a relationship with somebody, to completing a project, to getting your degree, to really applying yourself to something, then a lot of times you draw the energy from your unconscious. Okay. Okay? And it has extra energy sometimes, even more than we need, and can help us with creativity. Okay? Mm Um, And I'm going to say a little more about Creativity. Yeah, creativity. Um, Write a paper. Write a poem. Write a song. Okay. um, Come up with a new idea. All those things that we think of as creative, um, we can call on our unconscious for extra energy to do them.
0: And so a lot of times when we're tapping into that creativity, it's helping us work through issues. Absolutely. Which I haven't really talked about the next project, but it's going to be very creative, right. and that's I'm really excited about that aspect of it. Right. To grow, right. to get you to work through your issues, yeah. and that we're going to talk about that so soon. I'm so excited to unleash this thing for you guys.
1: Uh, and it's often been said that built into our minds is a reward of dopamine if we create something new. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Rearrange your living room. You'll feel really good for a few minutes yeah. when you see how good it looks. It can be as simple as that. All right. But the unconscious is a huge source of energy. It's what makes human beings human beings. If you're depressed, I think the hardest part of it is that energy isn't so available. Oh people. yeah. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. Okay. But know it's there and know that you can get to it. Okay. We also store things in the unconscious. And what we've certainly learned from doing trauma treatment for the past 30 or 35 years is that um, overwhelming trauma is stored in the unconscious um, by a process called
0: um, repression. That's and huge. It, this it, is a big huge. concept for you guys to understand. Yep. Yep.
1: Repression is a huge idea. That was Freud's word. It's a translation from the German. But it means to block it out, to put it down in the unconscious yep. where you don't remember it. And the unconscious knows what it's doing on many levels. And if you have trauma that would overwhelm you totally, leave you unable to function, it's an automatic process that puts it out of your consciousness so that you can go on with your life. Mm-hmm. Later it may want to resurface. But Mother Nature often blocks out stuff so that we can grow up yeah. and oftentimes traumatic material starts to come back in your late 20s or your 30s. Alright? Yeah. Um, and your unconscious makes those decisions and I've learned to trust the unconscious and not push people to remember things they're not ready to remember. Because if you're ready to remember it, you will.
0: Yeah. Okay? So a lot of times that people that have abuse, their unconscious yeah. is, is keeping it stored away from right. you so you can function in daily life. Yeah.
1: Until you're ready to handle it. Uh Uh-huh. And somehow Mother Nature and the unconscious know when it's okay to surface it for you.
0: Yeah. Okay? And, um, you know, so that would mean that we would have defense mechanisms, right? Right. Right. Like repression Repression or denial.
1: Yeah. Repression is the ultimate defense mechanism. But there's denial. Yeah. There's all kinds. Um, There's all kinds of defense
0: mechanisms, which we'll talk about one day. Yeah. All right? But it's just helpful to understand yes, that we have them. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and that your unconscious is truly impacting your life and what you're going through in a breakup and also what your ex is going through in a breakup, Absolutely. which we'll get to.
1: Always remember that your ex has the same unconscious you do. Okay? That's one of the messages of this presentation. Yeah. Um, so we push stuff down into the unconscious, but out of sight, doesn't mean quite out of mind.
0: That's huge. Yeah, that's that huge. is absolutely yeah. huge. People always worry uh, and wonder about out of sight, out of mind, and but it just doesn't work like that. You can repress it,
1: but it's still there. It will never go away if you ignore it. Okay. Yep. Uh people say, why do I have to remember this? Why do I have to deal with this? Because it's there, and it's going to influence
0: your behavior until unless you deal with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, And that's big, what you just said. Absolutely. It's going to influence your behavior until you deal with it. Until you deal with it. It's so important to work through your issues, guys. The personal growth while you're in no contact is absolutely critical if you're going to repair things. Absolutely right. The other thing is, it takes energy to
1: keep the stuff stored in your unconscious. Okay? Now, your unconscious mind is very tricky about energy. It doesn't want to spend any, it doesn't have to. Mm -hmm. So repressed material always has kind of the urge to float up to consciousness to be dealt with. And besides, that will save you energy because you have to use energy to keep it down there. Okay? Mm -hmm. So eventually it will float
0: up. So you may notice that when you're tired, you're feeling more anxious. It comes up because your body doesn't have the energy to suppress it. Right, right. That's why it's very important to get rest during a breakup.
1: Absolutely. Grief is exhausting. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. The unconscious still influences our behavior, decisions, and personality. Okay? Until we are able to recognize these influences, we can be stuck in harmful behaviors with a never ending pattern. Mm -hmm. For example, we might always get angry easily. Um, experience anxiety frequently or make impulsive decisions. Okay? And if there's a whole bunch of behaviors that you're dealing with that aren't comfortable and you don't want to have, the unconscious is one place to look to get the answers.
0: Absolutely. Okay? Yes. And we've decided, you know, to try and get into exploring that and sharing that a little bit more because we have so many videos out there. Yes. But, I mean, that's really a big part of what the next project entails is exploring that stuff and getting creative. Right, right. Um, But your unconscious.
1: People think it's sort of, you know, that bottom of the iceberg and you can't get to it. Yeah. But you can talk to it, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, You can talk to your unconscious and say, I can't figure this out, unconscious. Can you help me? Um, And you will be amazed that it does respond. Mm -hmm. It's there to help you. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, Now, how do we access this treasure trove of energy and other things? Freud suggested two possible ways. Okay. Okay? One is by free associating, and the other one is by looking at our dreams. Okay. All right. We talk about our unconscious in different terms these days. Some of them being about your gut or your intuition. But we are aware of and do talk about are unconscious. All right? People will often say, I have a gut feeling, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also use the term intuition. Okay. Intuition is a fast, automatic, subconscious processing style that can provide us with very useful and even life-saving information. Mm-hmm. Our old friend, the saber-toothed tiger, might be coming from that direction over there and you instantly conclude that you better run in this direction over there, over the other there, right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Deliberate analyzing probably would have brought you to the same conclusion, but it could not have done it as fast. So that that kind of thing looks like it is bred into us through evolution to keep us safe. That our unconscious, our intuition can make a snap decision in a second to get us out of trouble.
0: Now do you think that people that grew up in a more challenging environment mm-hmm. have a stronger intuition?
1: Yes, I really do, because it
0: was necessary
1: sometimes to keep them alive. Yeah. If you have a very abusive parent who may come home drunk and and beat everybody up, then sometimes your intuition is going to tell you to go to your friend's house, get out of there, hide. Do any number of other things. Yeah. Okay. Because I've
0: always felt like I've had a, a really good intuition about people. Well, and with, I think, <laughs> partic- <me>. yeah, particularly
1: <laughs> if you live with unpredictable people. Yeah, which I did. Yeah, which you did yeah. as a kid. Mm-hmm. I think you have an incredible intuition because you needed it to kind of survive. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But you'll notice that I'll pick up a vibe on something right Absolutely. away. Absolutely. And rarely am I wrong. Rarely are you wrong.
1: And I can tell you a time, and I've come to believe that, that people who grew up under crazy circumstances can do assessments faster than I would ever be able to. Now, remember, I got a job one day, and the guy who interviewed me was charming, as people are always when they hire you. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was meeting with this particular client one day, and I knew at least a little bit about her life, and it was awful. Mm -hmm. And the boss guy walked by, and she said, I do not like that man. At which point I thought to myself, then over time I'm probably not going to either because you grew up in a crazy house and you can probably assess him better than faster than I can. Mm -hmm. Okay?
0: Now, if you remember, this is a a good little analogy or story that I could share. I said to you that I didn't like the Boston Red Sox manager a long time ago. And I said he was a thug and I didn't like him and he gave me a, a horrible vibe. And you at the time didn't, you didn't. You defended him, and yep. and you said, "No, oh, he's fine." I why do you see that? And then, what did you say what, to me what, not that long ago? What
1: turned out was the guy really was a thug, and Craig was absolutely right. Okay, so you know, don't discount your intuition.
0: And I want to share something with Margaret real quick. Yeah. I, actually, I'm actually going to pause the video real quick. Right. Okay, so I have a little surprise for Margaret here. I almost forgot to do this, but. Well, we had a pretty exciting announcement, that or thing happened to the channel recently. And I'm just gonna let Margaret, this is a little gift from me to Margaret, for her to see. She has not seen this yet, it's a video. And you can see this on my Instagram, uh, if you wanna see what the whole video is. But Margaret, here it is. A special, lovely video for you. Coach Craig, Coach Margaret, Aaron Boone here with the New York Yankees, and I wanted to congratulate you hundred thousand YouTube subscribers. At least it didn't take you 85 years. Uh, Craig, I know you're a huge Yankees fan. We're we're working real hard to bring back Yankee baseball. And and Margaret, I know, unfortunately, you're a Red Sox fan, and hopefully we can uh, spoil any fall celebrations that you had planned. Uh, But take care of both of you, and congratulations.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> the reference to the 80 years is that the Red Sox were 80 years um, before they finally won the league. Yeah, uh, won, won, the, the, pennant. won yeah. the World Series. Yeah. 85 years, Margaret. 85 I just want to point oh, that. I just <laughs> shaved off a couple. Uh, people in Boston went to the graves of their ancestors and left them notes in case they didn't know that the Red Sox had finally won. That was cute. Yeah. That so, was
0: nice of him. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I got a cameo video because cool. I'm a big uh, Yankee fan and Margaret's a Red Sox fan, so we always give each other a hard time. Yes. And what a better way to do it That's than great. a special message from Aaron Boone? So 100,000 subscribers out there. Thank you guys so much for subscribing yes, thank, to the channel. thank
1: all of you for that. Um, and that was fun. <laughs> okay. Um, so we got by the saber-toothed tiger and all that. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff if you look look on the internet um, that tells us to trust our gut. There's poster after poster after poster about trust your gut, trust your intuition. Know it's there. That's the biggest thing, because sometimes we have to make a snap decision that turns out to be right. Yeah. And it's because our unconscious came to rescue us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like it's like, like just, a hyper vigilance. Yes. Yes. To keep you safe. Yeah.
0: Um, and it's done me uh, very well as far as who to trust as good friends over the years. Absolutely. Yeah. And if, so, you,
1: if your gut says, mm, yeah, "Yeah, I'm a little uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Like the friends I've kept, I have many friends that I've known for many years. I have one friend who's literally my best friend growing up. I've known him my entire life. He's just a few months younger than me. Yeah. I have uh, a, my first friend that I made in Florida. We're still friends. Mm-hmm. Actually, he has... COVID-19 right now. Oh, that's terrible. Um, and, you know, my first friend when I went to another high school, we're still friends. So I have such a good instinct on who to keep and trust yeah. in my life. Yeah, you do. It's so, But I, I think I have that because I had been so hypervigilant that's about... Your, yeah,
1: your intuitive sense had to overdevelop all this yeah, to keep you safe.
0: Energy yeah. and, and, and the kind of energy somebody gives off, I can sense right. things about them. Right.
1: If there's any advantage to growing up in a difficult family, that would be it. Yeah. yeah. There isn't much in it for you, but that, that's a good one. Um, one of the most common posters is always trust your gut. It knows what your head hasn't figured out yet. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, you know, it's a good idea to use regular reasoning as well as intuition, but don't ever ignore either of them. Okay? We have both for a reason. All right? Um, okay.
0: Trusting your gut is so important.
1: Yeah, trusting your gut is very, very important. I I had a
0: guy I did a call with just today, and he said, um, you know, my gut told me that even at the beginning of this relationship not to trust this girl, and sure enough, she cheated, and he doesn't even know how many times she may have cheated. I was just talking to you about him a little while ago. So, um... But
1: remember, those hormones come along and make us blind to the red flags his unconscious did its job yeah and then the hormone came along and interfered <laughs> because it just wanted babies you know the yeah. hormones always just want babies yeah so it, it keeps us from seeing the red flags but he should have trusted his gut yeah now I don't know and maybe you can answer this um, is it would it be true to say that women are more into intuition and gut than men are
0: that's an interesting question um I would say that sounds about right because yeah. I think women are more in touch with their feelings than guys are, yeah. and intuition is a feeling, yeah, more than I think logical yeah a logical, a, yeah, than a logical thought.
1: And there's always been the term, always the language can give you a clue. women's intuition. sure. that's not to say that men don't have any, but I don't know that men who pride themselves so often on being logical, mm-hmm. um, you know, Even think about that aspect of themselves.
0: So I would think that somebody that has an anxious attachment style is more in tune with their intuition than somebody that's an avoidant. Now, somebody
1: avoidant intuition tells them to run in the other direction every time (laughs) he meets anybody. Yeah, but that's anybody,
0: (laughs) not just one particular type of person. Right. Uh, But I think the people that have extreme amounts of anxiety are are maybe going to be so overwhelmed by that anxiety that they might not be in touch with their intuition. How they feel. Yeah.
1: Right. It could make them make impulsive decisions. And, yeah. yeah. Um, break no contact. Yeah. Do all sorts of bad things. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, understanding and being aware of your unconscious is absolutely critical, because we all have issues, we all have blocked memory. not all, but many of us have many blocked us memories, yeah. and especially if you've had a stressful uh, traumatic childhood, you know, I often say that I don't have a lot of memories of my childhood, and it's because there was so much uh, tension in the home and arguing. With, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, a lot of times I, I've seen people say comments. I thought I had Alzheimer's, and they're young. They thought they had Alzheimer's because they had no memory of their childhood. Right,
1: right. And if some of the family member comes along and says, don't you remember X, Y, and Z? And you have no idea. Yeah. That's a very disturbing feeling. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, I'll have people from my childhood say, do you remember this and this and that? And I'll be like, no, thank you for telling me no, that memory. You. I don't remember it. I don't remember it, <laughs> yeah. But Mar- Margaret has absolutely one of the best memories I've ever seen. I mean, That's been a gift. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you told me, I remember everything important that anybody's ever told me. And it's if, so I knew the,
1: if I knew the person, it was a huge advantage in being a therapist because I could say, wait, you told me one other time some, something similar. Is there any connection between these two things? And people would say, how in the name of heaven do you remember that? I don't know. It's a gift.
0: <laughs> it really is incredible. <laughs> it's been very useful. Um, I remember when we were working together, before we started doing the coaching together, I mean, 15, 20 years ago. How many years ago was that? 15, 20. And and you said, I told you, we're going to work together again one day. Yes,
1: you did. Yes, when we parted company because he was going somewhere else and so was I. He said, I'm going to find a way to work with you again sometime. He said, this was fun. (laughs) (laughs) And he did.
0: (laughs) And you remember that, which (laughs) I didn't even remember saying. So, uh, it's incredible what goes on with us and our partners and relationships. And you're going through so much in your unconscious, during the breakup especially, and so is your ex. A lot of it is going on with them too, and we're going to cover this more, but it's just so important to understand your unconscious.
1: And that you have one, and it's okay. We all have one. And it's a little different from logic. Actually, what I've always said is it's a different kind of logic. It's more like the language of poetry or a song okay, where ideas can be carried in a sort of different, more symbolic way. Yeah.
0: Okay? Yeah. Okay. So hopefully you found this one helpful. Of course, if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Of course, Margaret is available for Skype coaching. If you feel I can be helpful to you, please sign up. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret and we will talk with you soon.